Dan Bickley joins me to talk about camp, the offseason, and all things Arizona Cardinals. Here we go. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in Wednesday edition of Locked On Cardinals. I'm your host, Alex Clancy. Follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Um, super excited to get this guy in here first. This episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. Been a pillar in sports media in the Valley for a long time. Um, sports columnist, on-air host for 98.7, Dan Bickley joins me. Dan, are we related? There are some uh, people yeah. that think out there that you and I are related. I feel like I could do the 23 and us. I could check it out, but I feel like it'd be a fool's errand. So that would be because you can be critical and you're not carrying pom-poms for the team? Is that why people think we're related, Alex? Listen, you could why? say what words you want, Dan. I mean, you can, you can, you can use your deductive reasoning uh, however yeah. you'd like. But yes, I do believe. Follow him at Dan Bickley. Before we get into this offseason, I do want to give you kudos. Anytime somebody can have a Twitter handle that is just first name, last name, I think that's a true one percenter power move. <laughs> you know, it is because like, you know, yeah. Bickley's not like Phalange or something as a last name. I mean, but getting Dan Bickley without having to add a 247 afterwards, huge it's, power move. You know what? That was really serendipitous. I remember when Twitter first started, I was at the Arizona Republic and it started to get around that maybe we should all as a sports staff create social media accounts. And I'm, I'm thinking, what is this Twitter thing? I, <laughs> but I created the account, even though. It was dormant for quite some time. So when I finally got with the program and in the 21st century and realized that, you know, I, I should engage in this, I already had that name in lockdown. So, yeah, that was very fortuitous. I'll tell you that much. Beautiful thing. Just by the way, we, uh, you're a friend in Mike Bauer. I'm, I won't hold that against you that you're friends with Bauer. So, well, you got that you know, going for you. I hold it against myself, unfortunately. Right. So, Bickley Marauder, 6 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday, 98.7 FM here in Phoenix, doing great stuff over there. Um, this offseason has been interesting. We'll talk about that in the second segment, but I kind of want to do more of a Tarantino. Let's look at it, what it is right now. Camp has been interesting. You know, um, Eno Benjamin had his time. Greg Dorch has had his time in the storylines. Andy Isabella, it looks like they're trying to um, uh, fatten him up uh, for slaughter, as it were, for potential trade. But all in all, and tell me if I'm wrong here, but it seems like we know what 1-22 to 22 is going to be like for the most part come week one in Kansas City, really even before camp started. Is that is that a fair assessment? Um, yes and no. I think the the cornerback the situation is is really uh, fast evolving or devolving, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that, it, that Antonio Hamilton surpassed Marco Wilson and now Antonio Hamilton is dealing with some sort of mysterious issue uh, that may knock him from the ranks. He didn't accompany the team to Nashville. So, and then the whole Zayvon Collins thing, is he even going to be good enough to make, um, to, to have a starting job on this defense? Uh, to, to me, this whole thing is very, very weird because we have got an offense that when DeAndre Hopkins returns, 
you can paint a very rosy picture that this offense is going to be Super Bowl caliber, especially if Kyler Murray takes a step forward. And yet this defense is so dramatically underfunded and vulnerable in a lot of different places. And it's a real weird dichotomy, Alex. I'm still not quite sure what to make of it. Yeah. So you're a rational human being. I I, I agree. I mean, the, the whole offseason thing has been – it's been interesting because – and I give Steve Crime credit for one thing. He has a plan every offseason, and he executes it. Whether you agree with the plan or not, what he did this year was make it impossible for the defense to be the strength of this organization like I've said it's been for the last two years or at least the most stable side of the football. That's impossible at this point. And if it's not – everybody's getting fired and the Cardinals are getting relegated. We don't think that's going to happen. Well, so, and yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, when it comes to the defense, I mean, the calculus is really off. They, they, they're they looking to do pass rush by committee. Uh, they're hoping that that a guy like Marcus Golden can duplicate his 11-sack performance, and yet he's holding in. He's making less money than Dennis Gardeck is. And, and I think fans here – They've got a false sense of security when it comes to Vance Joseph and his ability to scheme up a pass rush, which which is very effective at times in the NFL. And it's something that Vance Joseph has done very well. But you people have to understand you only have so many pieces on a chessboard. And when you manufacture a pass rush, you are by definition leaving another area of the field very, very exposed. And if you start leaning and relying on that too often, you can really get burned in that kind of situation. So you've got a, a pass rush that might be iffy with a secondary, particularly a cornerback room that looks very, very uh, just uh, not of NFL stature. And there's a lot of issues. There's a lot of potential for issues with this defense. So it's kind of what I see. Yeah, no, and, and it's, there's a lot of, I call them ifs. Like if 70% of these things happen, this defense could emerge as a top 12 defense. Like Isaiah Simmons needs to become a pro bowler this year. Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson need to somehow get up from the 1% that they're in to the 0.5%. I like, like Buda Baker is in in the ranks, like Doug Farrar, et cetera. Like people have just bashed Buda, like uh, rankings wise. He's had to do other people's jobs last year. Like, he's not able to just play his position. I know that I'm preaching to the choir, but, like, I feel like Isaiah Simmons is the catalyst for everything, even though it should be Isaiah Simmons or uh, Zayvon Collins. But all in all with the defense, and, and I agree with you, like, the safety net has been – there. this is a high-wire act with no safety net. There's no Jordan Hicks. Chandler Jones hasn't been replaced. And it's not about Chandler Jones' protection. It's about the other teams having to scheme – for number 55 in the Arizona Cardinals uniform. And that's like with Marcus Golden, I agree with you. All of these things we've been talking about all offseason just on repeat. Now, do you see movement being made on the defensive side of the ball before the season starts? Yeah, they've got they've got to add some pieces. I don't know what they're going to get or if they've got something in mind. Um, I, I know that Gambo at the radio station, he's been hinting at a, at a cornerback trade that's coming. Uh, we have known from previous experience that Steve Kime has has come to terms and agreements with teams on deals that don't get get announced till much later. But I, I'm basically hoping at this point that they're able to bring in some veteran depth um, because I think you're right on the money here. I, I think that Isaiah Simmons, uh, they are counting on him to be a Pro Bowl type player, 
And what makes it even more fascinating is that Isaiah Simmons is talking like he's already a Pro Bowl type player. He is he is writing big checks with his mouth. He's talking about wanting to be among the best that ever step on the field in the NFL that have ever touched the sport of football. Uh, those are real heavy statements to make um, and even harder to back up. But I got faith in that kid because that kid has been an extraordinary athlete with an extraordinary skill set on the defensive side of the football. So if, if, his, if, if his confidence now and his swagger now is a product of everything kind of locking in and kind of realizing, okay, now I get it. Now I understand the speed of the game. Now I understand what I'm seeing in front of me, uh, in front of me then, then I think he is going to make that leap. But I, I do think that there are, there's a definitive need for some reinforcements here. And the longer you wait, the harder it's going to be to get them assimilated and integrated in what you're doing. And, and you're playing a team in the Chiefs that, I, unlike the Titans last year, I, I think the Titans got caught looking up and over past the Cardinals yeah. for whatever reasons, be it being a home game and, and, and having Derrick Henry and, and knowing that the Cardinals have never really been a physical team. And, and, and I think they got caught and they got got. I don't think Kansas City um, is going to be uh, is going to be in that kind of situation. They know what kind of division they're in. They've got a Super Bowl winning quarterback. They've got a retooled group of wide receivers. This defense better be ready to play. They better be ready to tackle. Uh, they didn't do that very well in the second preseason game, and and it's fair to wonder whether that's a function of of how Cliff Kingsbury likes to to pattern his training camps, which are really. Um, nothing more than let's just get through this and get everybody healthy and get everybody to the starting line. But yeah, no, I worry about a rude awakening in week one. I really do. It's, it's, it's one of the things I can't get out of my head. Agreed. But the offense is set to be a top five, top seven offense. We're going to talk about that briefly next with Dan Bigley, 98, seven, six to 10 AM Monday through Friday, Bigley and Murata been doing it forever. Um, mm -hmm. the offense is something that, um, that should be a guiding light into potentially double digit wins for the Cardinals. Um, and I'm going to give Dan Bickley like this is, I've done my, my dress rehearsal. I've got my definition for the, how the Arizona Cardinals are run. And I, I hope you like it. My dad liked it. I hope you do too. Uh, Alex says he locked on Cardinals. We'll talk with Dan Bickley next. First, I get to tell you about LinkedIn. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. I use LinkedIn. I've used LinkedIn. I like when I was looking for jobs, I would always LinkedIn was an absolute staple for me. All right. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network. Um, and beyond, you know, beyond that, like the world's largest professional network of LinkedIn has over 810 million peepers, people, <laughs> and then add your job and the purple, uh, hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small, small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply.
All right, second segment at Dan Bickley on Twitter, the one percenter of no numbers after name. Alex Clancy at Clancy's Corner. Uh, check out the YouTube channel, subscribe, like, leave a comment if you want, leave a review if you want. I'm just happy that you're here. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. We're doing a halftime show every halftime of every game through 2022, both on YouTube Live and Twitter Spaces. Um, Dan Bickley joining me here. The defense, yes, it's going to be a point of contention. I said in yesterday's podcast, it's going to be microbiology on the defense and macrobiology on the offense where it's more theme and theory behind on offense. And then on defense, it's like, is player in specific place that player needs to be in specific set? But we've talked about the defense enough. The offense is set to be popcorn watching television. And even with DeAndre Hopkins out for the first six weeks, even with the murderer's row of the first three games they have, Chiefs at home, Raiders on the road, Rams at home, this offense is set to shatter Arizona Cardinals offensive records in theory, wow. Wow. right? I mean, well, it, well yeah. if we're playing Madden, if we're playing Madden, yeah. and, and I don't play Madden anymore, but like if we're playing Madden, like the ceiling for this offense could be shattered above what we think it's going to be at between 25 and 28 points a game. That's pretty much what I'm trying to say, right? I mean – Yes, yes. And, and and I agree with all of that uh, for a lot of different reasons. Um, even though I have not been the best at forecasting offensive lines in the past, there have been some groupings of players that I thought, oh, that's it. Steve Kime has finally fixed the offensive yeah. line and, and it never worked. I, I like the look of this one. I, I like the I like what I see right now uh, from the running back crew. And I, in fact, I think that they've got an interesting little dilemma ahead of them in, in terms, or maybe even an opportunity when it comes to Daryl Williams and should they trade him now? Because, you know, they've got a lot of young guys that they might want to hang on to. It, it all comes down to Kyler Murray. And, and I think we've all seen this in the NFL. When you get a quarterback who is truly elite, he makes everybody, he'll, he'll take a C plus player and turn him into an A minus player and it, it'll just lift everyone up around him, and it will cover up every flaw the Cardinals have. And that is if he is truly elite. And I, I think he can take that step. I, I do think there's obvious questions with Kyler Murray in terms of um, comfort, uh, it, it, the, the negative plays to, that need to get out, a lot of the stuff that, that kind of derailed this offense last year. But, but I agree with you. I think they are set up um, – in a really good way to do that, to shatter all the team records. Uh, you look at the wide receivers, the fact that DeAndre Hopkins is coming back in week seven, um, if the Cardinals are above water, if they get off to a good start, that's going to have, I think, a very empowering effect. Uh, I think DeAndre Hop Hopkins has got something to prove. I think he wasn't, I don't think he was all that great last year before he got hurt. We know Hollywood Brown wants to get paid, so he's going to get this great opportunity to show that he is a number one kind of guy. And, and then you've got a running back crew who, as I said, I think James Conner, while it would be foolhardy to expect the red zone production he gave this team last year, right. I think he's very dependable. I think he's very physical. I think he brings a great attitude to that offense. And, you know, look, I'm, I'm a big Jonathan Ward fan, and I have been for a long time. I think the guy's got a lot of talent. I think they really like what they've seen from Keontae Ingram. And we've heard Cliff Kingsbury – for two months now, talk about how good Eno Benjamin has been coming into this year. So I, I'm with you. I, I think this team offensively, and that's not even addressing the tight ends, in, right. which should be one of their better groupings. Uh, they're going to have to be all that. This offense is going to have to fire. 
and, and really it should. You've got a quarterback going into his fourth year with the same head coach who is an alleged offensive guru. You, you would think now if, if it doesn't happen this year, it never will. So, yeah, I, I think this offense, in a best-case scenario, can carry this defense through uh, it, all of their weaknesses. Dan Bickley joining me here at Locked On Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I mean, you're preaching here. You know, it's Cliff Kingsbury. I, I appreciate the um, I I appreciate the uh, moniker you used there for his uh, for his acumen um, with the one side of the ball that he coaches. Um, <laughs> Kyler Murray, like the one thing that I implore people to do on this podcast is to not compare Kyler Murray to other quarterbacks, and not necessarily just because. He doesn't have the stature of other quarterbacks. That's not it. It's more like Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes ruined the curve on growing as a quarterback naturally. Just they ruined it. And Josh Allen went from bad to incredible so fast that that's not it. I think what we're looking at now is a young man who is learning how to become a professional NFL quarterback at an elite level. And this year, it's going to be excrement or get off the pot time, but it's we're, we're seeing it set up for the big for the big reveal of he's much more 7 and 0 Kyler Murray than 11 and 6 down the stretch and it's really like what's the difference between the beginning and end of end of the season was just execution and play calling and and extending drives and things like that and i think that comes with maturity and him not being afraid to call any play now because he's already got the bag like i feel like that had something to do with it as well you know yeah. so there's a lot of different things moving here but I'm going to, I'm going to get you out of here on this. Um, correct me. Disagree with me, please. This is a year where the whole bandaid will be ripped off. Is Steve Kahn a good GM? Can Cliff Kingsbury coach? Is Kyler Murray elite? Is this defense a joke? Is Vance Joseph going to be the scapegoat if the Cardinals recede? And I, that's one thing that I think also, like I'm letting out, like Vance Joseph is set to be the scapegoat if the Cardinals backtrack from last year, because you can't blame Cliff. You can't blame Kime. It's got to be Vance Joseph, given you know even the lesser than defensive status that that, that he has to work with. Yeah. The Band-Aid will be ripped off in 2022 for this organization as a whole, true or false? Which is, yeah, I agree with all of that, which I think is also very funny because given the contract extensions that were given to Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury, it's almost as if Michael Bidwell did not want these guys on a hot seat in a right. year where, like you said, they're going to rip the Band-Aid off. Um, I'm I'm still not sure what the logic behind that is, but I also have a sneaking suspicion that Steve Kime was given a budget and a payroll that was probably shoestring. I, I, I don't understand uh, the reticence to spend money. There has been a lot of good players who have come and gone that could have addressed Cardinals' needs on the defensive line, edge rusher, cornerback, all of that. And it seems like they're a little financially hamstrung this year for whatever reasons. But but I do agree with you on a couple of things here. Cliff Kingsbury, with this contract extension, one of my biggest criticisms of Cliff has been play calling, but not just play calling, play calling in high leverage situations, in late game situations, in end of half situations, when, when the anxiety and the pressure of the moment seems to kind of cloud his thinking a little bit. You would hope having the financial and the job security that he now has, that he can let it rip a little Interesting. bit. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. I look at Steve Kime and, and I see a general manager who's done some good things. And I see a GM who's done some bad things. I see a GM who's drafted ex incredibly poorly for about a three, four year period. And I really believe that the bill for that 
is coming due right about now. And I think in the last couple of years, he has been in this desperation mode to kind of piece together a grouping of free agents or veterans or character guys to come in and fill voids and spots that good, productive, healthy drafting generally fills on its own organically. But because they failed so dramatically in bringing in homegrown guys that they can develop, put in, slot in, what you've seen is this 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 madcap kind of way of team building where you know you've got holes at cornerback, you've got holes here, you've got holes there. So you draft guys to fill needs, and then you anoint them as opening day starters as rookies, which is asinine. You don't the, the bust rate in the NFL is over fifty percent, so you can never draft a rookie and project him as a starter. But this team has been forced to do so because they have just been in desperation mode year after year after year. So I, I agree with you on all of this. I, I, I think there's a, there's a real comfort zone for Michael Bidwill with these two guys, with Cliff, Kings, I'm sorry, with Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime. We know Michael likes to be involved. We know that Steve Kime and Michael have a very good relationship that dates uh, that has stood the test of time, and, and Steve makes it very easy for Michael to be ubiquitous where if you had to go out and hire a new general manager, that general manager might have parameters on how much he wants the owner around, bouncing in between wherever. And, and so I think the organization is kind of trapped in this in this place right now, in this owner comfort zone uh, kind of deal that I do think that Band-Aid does have to get ripped off. And, you know, listen, so many people have told me what an offensive guru Cliff Kingsbury is. We need to see it. There have been too many instances of him apologizing for not using DeAndre Hopkins right, for positioning him far on the left side of the field and not moving him around, for not getting Rondale Moore downfield, for having too much motion, for not evolving. And, and that's been my biggest issue with Cliff. When you step back and say, what is going on in the second half of these seasons that's leading to these terrible collapses? Most NFL people will tell you that the really good head coaches, they keep evolving. They keep adding wrinkles to the playbook. They keep getting better and getting different. And I think what happens is Cliff Kingsbury comes in with an offense and there isn't a lot of change. And I think as time goes by, these coaches in the NFL, they are so good. They spend mm -hmm. so much time watching film. They're eventually going to figure out how to stop what you like to do. So you better have a couple things in your back pocket that you're bringing in down the way. And finally, I'll say this. Cliff Kingsbury spent some time in New England. Bill Belichick is the master at, at trying guys out at different pieces or at different places and positions early in the season just so he can introduce them as wrinkles in late November and December because he knows how important evolution is to a, to a program. And, and so all of this has to come together for the Cardinals. I'm banking on Kyler Murray. I, I've been very impressed with what I've seen from him. It seems like he is coming out of his shell. It seems like, as you said, now that he got that bag, it seems like he's he's done everything that he was destined to do as a young prodigy athlete. And, and now I think he's kind of understanding, okay, this is my time to shine. So I, I, I kind of look at him in a different way now. I think he's definitely going to make it. Um, jury's still out on the other guys, in my opinion. Yeah, agreed. I mean, you're listen, uh, if I ever need a fill-in host or a co-host, uh, you're going to be the I'm first guy, person I call. You're my guy, man. Yeah, guy, Cliff bro. Kingsbury, the way I say it is Cliff Kingsbury can put together a great movie trailer, but the movie isn't always so good. Like, he's he's been able to put in, like, because you know some of the play calls, you're like, hold, 
what was that on the goal line where Kyler Murray's, you know, moonwalking into the end zone by himself? Like that should never happen on a right. naked boot. He's able to do that. Now, right. I will get you out of here. The one, my definition of the Arizona Cardinals, how they're run. The Arizona Cardinals are run like they've won 10 Super Bowls. <laughs> we're going to do what we're going to do. It works. Trust us. Yeah. And that's something that we've struggled with here because it's like, wait, this doesn't work. It's never worked. Why are you doing this? And it's it's difficult to spin things positively all the time. And you you know, as you as much as me, like we don't like talking about negative stuff, but it's like if you can't see what's right in front of you, I'm gonna tell you what's right in front of you. Yeah. And that's something that I struggle with. Like I struggle with it. And it's like I want to talk about rainbows and butterflies and 17 and 0, and this defense is gonna be good. I want to, but listen, I'd be doing people a disservice to what's in between their brain of how they should be thinking rationally at times. So Dan at Dan Bickley, one percenter on Twitter, six to 10 AM Bickley and Murata, uh, some of the best hair in the game. You know, you've got, you've got all of the, uh, the accolades. Listen, dude, no way in hell I'd be able to do that at 38. Uh, Dan, thank you so much for joining me. Locked on Cardinals. I'll recap. Alex. I appreciate you, brother. Absolutely. Alex, Lindsay, locked on Cardinals. One more segment next. Great stuff from Dan Bickley. Um, before we get into wrapping up what he and I discussed, got to talk to you about Bet Online, Bet Online, BetOnline.net. Fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs, find all your favorite sports and events, you know, news, notes, odds, lines, games, whatever. BetOnline.net is your number one online resource. Find uh, reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They got you covered, man. Head to the be- head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action that's happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. I mean, maybe Dan Bickley and I are related. <laughs> Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. He's one of the best in the business. He's been covering this team for a long time. He and I mirror pretty much every sentiment. Now, there are positives going into 2021. The offense will be fun to watch. Huda Baker and Jalen Thompson will be fun to watch. The emergence of Isaiah Simmons as a potential pro bowler is going to be absolutely fascinating and hopefully very fun to watch. The rest of the defense is going to have to be an elixir of Vance Joseph elevating talent, J.J. Watt staying on the field, Marcus Golden replicating what he did last season, and a bunch of young guys really stepping up to the plate. Can can it be done? Absolutely. It's not like, you know, uh, uh, it's not a foregone conclusion this defense is going to be bad. The only thing that Dan and I are both saying is that Steve Kahn didn't add the amount of talent necessary to fill out the, the defense this offseason to make up for Chandler Jones and Jordan Hicks being gone. Yes, both of them took their own steps back respectively, okay? But these young guys need veteran talent help, and the Cardinals don't have that right now as much as they should. That's the thing, okay? So that's one of the best interviews I ever did. That's one of the best interviews I've ever done. Thank you for hanging out, okay? Tomorrow, Friday, I'll be here with you. And then I'll be off Monday and Tuesday of next week, taking a couple personal days. Uh, It's necessary. I'll be back Wednesday. And then we're in the stretch run, baby. Arizona Cardinals football coming up faster than you know it. Alex Lancey, Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.